Hello, Spuds. We here at the Spud Select Podcast have pulled some Bella Magic and did a switcheroo. Shaking up the intros, I'm your host, Jason Johns, and today we'll be going over some AEW, the Conor McGregor fight, as well as some last-minute low-level predictions. But first, before we get any further into the show, I need to introduce our other host, my tag team partners, the Nikki to my Bree, the Undertaker to my Kane, and the Shawn Michaels to my Triple H, the one, the only, Mr. Jesse White Deer. Yay! Wait, am I Nikki or Bree? Which one am I? You're Nikki. Oh, shit. All right. Hell yeah, man. Well, I get you, to... You uh, have John Cena. I don't want John Cena. <laughs> I can't see him anyways, so it works out. <laughs> yeah. No, Ed, happy to be here, brother. I uh, uh, just got, you know, back from hiking. Uh, that was fun, but uh, this is even funner. Or even more yes, fun. Yes, sir. However they say it. Yeah. But, uh, hey, man, you mentioned top of the show, the Connor fight, so let's just get into it. Uh, oh, wow. What did you think? Overall, what did you think? Man, I think I owe you an imaginary five bucks is what I think. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. that's all. It, go ahead. Oh, no, go ahead. Oh, um, yeah, man. I mean, it was, um, you know, it was a sad day for Connor fans, but it was a happy day, I think, for anyone else. Um, you know, I, man, I, you know, I don't know. Like, I, I like the, the card of all, um, overall, that. Uh, you know, when Connor came out, he wasn't wearing a shirt. He just had the, the tights and shoes on. And I thought, all right, this is different. Um, it seemed like the same energy was there, but it just didn't seem like he could. Uh, he had a good first round, I'll say that. But after that, it just kind of seemed. He couldn't seem to pull that trigger and hit that left hand, you know? Yeah. No, like definitely the first round was good. Uh, you know, they were chilling there in the clinch most of the time, and then you know Connor was hitting his signature shoulder shots and whatnot. Uh huh. Second round, you know, two and a half minutes into it, you know, I mean Poirier just sitting there landing those those leg kicks on Connor, and I'm sure that was taking a lot out of him. And then one thing leads to another, and he hits that monstrous combo and. Connor sitting there on the ground at the octagon, forever becoming a meme. And that's oh, what was that? Through. You cut out a little. Oh yeah, yeah. I was just saying that second round, Connor was taking a bunch of the leg shots from Poirier, and then one thing led to another. He he hit that combo, and Connor was on the ground, forever becoming that meme. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, he uh, he got mean. You know, he went from being on the intro of uh, Tory Lane's songs to uh, being at the uh, being a meme. You know, and it was uh, you know it was one of those things of you know he like you said you know he, he he got off a few of his shoulder strikes, which you know Dustin tried to retaliate with them, <clears throat> but uh, uh, you know it just seemed like Connor had more of that pop to it, and uh, you know he was. Um, you know, and I, I believe he, uh, in the post-fight conference, uh, fight conference, uh, Justin admitted, you know, that a couple of those stunk him, those left hands. So, you know, the power is still there, you know, everything was still there. It was just, you know, he kind of looked uh, a little stiff, you know, I feel like. And, um, you know, I, I think that's what kind of cost him because we're used to seeing Connor roll in with this swagger, this confidence, you know, he's real loose. He fights very, you know, very freely. 
And then, you know, he just kind of, maybe it was, you know, maybe it's what he had said. Maybe it was um, just being out the game too long, you know? It's it's just one of those things. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Now we're just waiting to see if, uh, when and if this, the third installment of this trilogy happens. Interested to yeah, see how know, that one goes. Yeah, I mean, if you're the UFC, you definitely want to get Connor in there. You know, I think he's lost a little bit of a stock outside of UFC, uh, outside of MMA, outside of the UFC. But I feel like in the UFC, he's still a money fight. So I feel like whoever he goes against, whether it's um, Dustin Poirier for that rubber match and that uh, the vacated title, hopefully Khabib is able to either vacate or defend. If he's not going to defend it, vacate it and let Poirier and uh, somebody. In my opinion, I think it's got to be Charles Oliveira. Um, I think he earned the title shot. However, if you want to see, if you want to sell pay-per-views and you want people to watch the card, then yeah, certainly throw Connor in there. Um, you know, I can't really see Michael Chandler maybe getting a title shot this early, but it's the UFC, man. You know, they're gonna they're gonna try to do whatever makes mo- the most money. You know, the most sense. So yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. But uh, maybe uh, throw like some WWE yeah. stipulations in there. Like losers got to get a tattoo of you know. The winner on their ass cheek or something like that. <laughs> make it, make it. Yeah, loser has play. to get a dragon tattoo. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, and it's um, I thought they uh, you know, it was a good overall fight. You know, it was a good fight for the you know what two and a half round or one and a half rounds that it that it went. Um, you know, but uh, I I think you got to be happy for Dusty. You know, he kind of gets to squat in the limelight. He gets to kind of ascend into another um. He gets, you know, more popular, and hopefully he's able to get... If it's not Connor, he gets another... He gets paid very well, uh, oh, yeah. either from the Connor fight or for the next one, you know. So hopefully he's... And he's good, you know, seems like a good overall dude. You know, he's very uh, personable, very friendly, it seems like. Also, mm-hmm. you know, let's not forget that um, he is the... Uh, um, he's the uh, organizer, the head of a fight for the... Not for, for the, not the good fight. Um the Good Fight Foundation, which um, is doing a lot of good things over there in Lafayette and a lot of good things in the world. And, uh, yeah, you know, so he's all, all around good dude. And, uh, you know, he's, he's uh, into the charities as well. So who can't get behind that, you know? Absolute baby face, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not a bad looking guy as well. So just kind of all around, you know. So, hey, good on you there. Hopefully, uh Hopefully you get paid uh, from this fight, and the next fight you get paid as well. So, hell yeah! You got a, you got anything else you want to say about it? Really, I think that that covered it on that. I mean, I just I just wish that you know the even if you know the the outcome would have still been the same. You know, maybe a little bit longer of a fight, but mm-hmm. obviously that's out of our hands. You know? Yeah, for sure. You know, you can um. You know, it's a, the fight game is a, a very tricky mistress. You know, either one minute you're Conor McGregor going in there talking about if you win this fight, you're going to go over and box Manny Pacquiao. And then about, you know, a round and a half later, you're knocked out and uh, you're getting memed. And, uh, you know, uh, that, that Jake Paul kid is uh, trolling you. So, <laughs> uh, yeah. With, that insult to injury, but when Jake Paul gets involved, it's like, eh. <laughs> Yeah, you know, him and the, the you know, Jerry and uh, Theodore Paul over there on uh, 
the YouTubes are gonna gonna troll you and talk shit about you. So, but I mean, you know, hey, it, I feel like if you're Connor, you can probably beat both of them up in the same night. So maybe not like this isn't all that bad, you know? <laughs> yeah, depending on how much scotch he has. <laughs> yeah, so much to that. Yeah, all that uh, Irish twelve uh, or proper twelve whiskey. So maybe. He throws back a couple of shots of that, and then he goes up and beats up the entire Paul family, you know? I pay good money to see that, actually. <laughs> you know how embarrassing, you know, and uh, um, I think I think I'd mentioned the story before, but it bears uh, retelling. Um, you know, a good friend of mine, he had witnessed, uh, you know, this guy he went to high school with, and the guy got in a fight with um, a guy in uh, my buddy's class, so him and this guy... Let's just call him Ricky. That's not his real name, but let's call him Ricky. So uh, my buddy the and Ricky, they're in the, <laughs> the identity. That's right. So he and Ricky are in the same grade uh, um, with this other kid named, let's just say his name is uh, Lewis, which, you know, again, got to protect the names. But so Ricky and Lewis get into it. And then uh, Ricky beats Lewis up. And then after school, uh, Lewis goes and gets his older brother. And then... Uh, Lewis and his older brother try to jump Ricky, and then Ricky just beats them both up, and like in front of you know a significant group of people. So I feel like if you and go you go get your big brother and uh, the guy you're trying to jump beats you both up at the same time, then man, just give up. Don't even come back to school. <laughs> man, you know it's funny you say that about the whole "don't come back to school." That was a uh, my senior year. There was a fellow named Chad. Again, I'm going to protect the, the identities. And Chad and this other mm-hmm. fellow named Josh. Josh was pretty much an asshole to everybody, in my opinion. You know. Mm-hmm. And these guys fight two weeks before school. You know, we're, we're set to graduate. We've got our caps and gowns and everything. Well, Josh is an asshole by Chad. And um, what does uh, Josh do? He drops out of high school and transfers to a different one two weeks before graduation. <laughs> oh, wow. It must have been quite a butt whooping just to leave school two weeks before you're supposed to graduate. It's like, it, it'd be like, you know, Umaga versus Hornswoggle, and Hornswoggle gives him the right hook and knocks him smooth out cold. It was that type uh-huh. of embarrassment. <laughs> <laughs> Wow, yeah, yeah. If if you're a maga and you're getting, you know, you got your thumb, your your thumb uh, taped up, and you're out there with a, um, you know, your uh, uh, Mr. Estrada, you know, and uh, he's got the, uh, got the hat on, you know, he's hyping you up, and you're about to deliver your thumb, and then Horswoggle just hits you with a flying headbutt, knocks you out, then and just give up, <laughs> leave town. I don't know. Maybe that was the right move. I feel like you got two weeks left. You can lay low for two weeks. As soon as you graduate, just, you know, you don't have to see those people. But maybe not, I don't know. Was it, did you witness the fight personally? I wasn't there. I seen I seen the the videos at, at school afterwards, or the day after. How bad of a knockout? Like, are we talking, like, he got slept, or he just got knocked on the ground? What was it enough? So, like, he, the dude who won, like, he dislocated the other guy's shoulder. And... Ooh. Oh, it was so long ago. I don't remember. I don't think he got slept. I think he just got his ass whooped. It was one of those. I got gotcha. you, but it sounds it, like it was just you know painful to watch. You know, you're getting your ass kicked in front of 
you know, the school. And I mean, it was just, I'd rather get knocked out and not remember it than sit there and have to take it in the face over and over and over. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, and I, I, I feel like if you, you got beat up, you know, and you got in the cup, there's a couple of, you know, pretty young women out there, you know, pretty ladies out there, you know, maybe. We want to know how, how about uh, after this is over, we go on that date and then you get beat up in front of them and then you just have to leave school. <laughs> you're just like, Josh and Chad throw down. Yeah. But uh, yeah. And, but, you know, uh, what's interesting is that, that you mentioned that about, you know, um, leaving town and such. Uh, it looks like the other show in town, as far as pro wrestling, uh, AEW is doing some big things. Um, you know, I know that uh, last week we kind of broke down uh, what happened at, um, you know, Dynamite. Um, you know, and I know that um, I believe they're, uh, uh, well, actually the... Um, um, was it uh, last week? Did they already have the reward show? I can't remember. And no, did you didn't. watch the reward show? I didn't. Okay. I don't. I don't, I don't, I don't watch the, reward, the, the award show. No, I didn't. Oh, you didn't watch it. Okay. Yeah, I couldn't. I couldn't remember if it was uh, this week, this past week, or if it was this uh, week. But yeah. So the um, AEW, they uh, they had a uh, uh, an AEW reward show. Show. I guess they're Oscars, which. Um, okay. I feel like every, you know, every wrestle company has to do that. You know, they have to do, um, like the reward show, like the Oscars over the, uh, what is it? Um, the Golden Globes. Kind of like, yeah, well, well, and, um, WWE, you know, isn't, uh, they're not innocent either. They have, uh, what the Flammy Awards, which they give away sometimes. Yeah, so it was one of those things of um, every few years when they remember to do it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So it's like, oh, somebody won a Slammy for Wrestler of the Year, and it's like, well, when uh, <laughs> when were we voting on that? Was that already? So um, you know, and uh, so I AEW they got to get in on it, I guess. I don't know, but um, yeah. So uh, um, it looks like. Uh, um, for some of these awards, I'll go ahead and list them off, and we can, uh, you know, touch on them as we go, and then uh, we'll look forward to a um, little bit of other AEW news. Uh, but um, it looks like best moment on the mic, um, which was when Cody Rose accepted that dog collar match. You know, of course, um, that is the uh, uh, Cody Rhodes when he had the the dog co- dog collar match blah, with uh, Brody Lee. Um, you know, I, I feel like it was good. Um, it didn't really, eh, it was okay, but it was good for out of the other nominees and some of the other nominees is, uh, MGF or uh, MJF, you know, saying we deserve better speech. Um, and then it was, uh, John Moxley accepts inner circle invitation. Uh, Brandy Rhodes confronts, uh, Jade Cargill and, uh, OC Orange Cassidy. When he had that debate with uh, Chris Jericho, which uh, yeah, what we're doing in wrestling now, we're just gonna debate each other. But okay. <laughs> how, how do you? you know, I, how think, do you I think that one should have I, I think that one should have took it. You know. Really, <laughs> the debate? Okay. Oh no! no, no. You mean, know, it's just, it's just a joke. <laughs> no. Oh, oh, okay. that's what that is. Okay. You know what? You got me now. 
Uh, you know, and I it some of those other moments were uh, it was okay. I see. I I don't get why you you would need like a best moment on the mic. It feels like I feel like anytime MGF talk MJF talks rather, that's probably the best moment on the mic of the you know either of the week or month or year because you know that guy's uh. As they say, that guy has money on the mic. So uh, I really enjoy some MG- MJF. In your opinion, <clears throat> who do you think has the best promos in AEW? You know, I have to agree with you on a MJF. Mm-hmm. He's a great like heel character on the mic. He just he he. Oh, uh, what's the word that I'm looking for? Um, I mean, he he kills it anytime he's on the mic, no matter what it's about. If it's just small talk or if it's like a big promo, he's always killing it. So I'm going to have to agree with him, JF. Well, yeah, for sure. You know, and I, I, I feel like, you know, he's, um, he, it, you know, it seems like he's uh, kind of a, a, a student of the game. You know what I mean? And he kind of, um, as far as uh, promos and, you know, and his wrestling's not bad. It's just that I feel like, you know, he's um, on the mic though. I feel like I, I don't know really who, can touch him, you know what I mean. So, good job for him. Even though he looks like a, uh, what's that kid's name? That Phineas and Ferb. He looks like that Ferb character in real life. If you ever really looked. Oh up. yeah. Oh, what's his name? <laughs> I, I, I uh, uh, Ferb is. Yeah. It's his name. <laughs> Big nose. Ferb is the other one, the kind of doopy looking one. Yeah, it looks like that guy. So, other than that, though, you know he's. Yeah, he's he, he's uh not bad. Uh but um so um it looks like um the second award was for biggest surprise, um and the nominees were uh Matt Hardy's debut, Jake the Snake Roberts confronts Cody as arrives as the exalted one or his, his debut, uh Sting's uh debut or uh Miro revealed as the best man, aka uh Miro's uh debut, which you know, uh, Sting had uh, Sting's AEW debut had uh, had won that category. I feel like that was probably the best, biggest one. Um, you know, because I feel like with Matt Hardy, uh, Brody Lee, and Miro, you kind of knew that those guys were, if they weren't going to go the AEW, they were going to go either AEW or like New Japan. Yeah, so it wasn't as um, exciting. But with Sting, you know, I feel like. That was kind of big news, especially, you know, if you <clears throat> were kind of missing him from uh, uh, WWE, you know, and then uh, he pops up in um, AEW and uh, he's teaming with uh, Darby Allen. So some pretty exciting stuff there. Do um, you think they made the right call with that uh, Sting debut? Yeah, for sure. I mean, I didn't even... I mean, so like after... You know, maybe they made the announcement that they were, you know, Sting was done with his contract. I just figured, okay, well, that's it for Sting. He's done. And then a couple weeks later, he, or not later, but uh, a couple weeks ago, he debuts, and I was completely shocked. Like, you know, it's one mm-hmm. of those, like, you know, you're thinking, okay, he's done. He's ran his course. But no, just wait. There's more. Mm-hmm. Sting arrives on AEW, and that was I, I I agree with that one. I think a close second would probably be the Brody Lee arises exalted one, 
and then mm-hmm. the one after that would be the Matt Hardy debut. Yeah, you know, like I, I that Matt Hardy debut, I was kind of like, um, I mean, it's cool. You know, they tried to kill Matt Hardy and that ladder match but uh you know that, that's fine i guess uh but uh uh for matt for matt hardy but uh um yeah i mean like the um the miro it was kind of like eh. i mean I'm, I'm i wasn't the hugest uh russo fan um i feel like early on you know i think we had mentioned previously on the show i feel like um miro aka uh uh rusev sorry you know he could have had uh there could have been big things for him but Maybe you know a uh, WWE rather. They just didn't feel like they they had something. Uh, they just didn't know where to go with it. And then of course you know he shows back up on uh, AEW as um, which eh, you know what I mean, kind of. Eh. And then of course Jake the Snake Roberts, uh, you know, gives Cody a talking down to, which I guess that's cool too. But I mean, come on, like it's if it's not Sting, then Sting or Brody Lee, then. What really, I mean, what are we doing here? You know what I mean? Um, Which brings us to our next category, which is uh, Breakout Star um, in the the men's division or the male Breakout Star. Um, I'm guessing of 2020, um, it was uh, Darby Allin who has aligned himself with the the icon Sting. Um, So it seems like they they got kind of a, uh, what's the word? They got an alliance going on, like a truce. Mm -hmm. And... uh, you know, which is, uh, you know, at, at first I wasn't sold. And uh, the other nominees before we uh, continue are uh, Orange Cassidy, um, Eddie Kingston. Which, um, you know, um, if you've seen Eddie Kingston's work in like Ring of Honor or the Independence, uh, he's not a bad promo either. You know, he kind of has really the whole package. Um, maybe kind of looks like an everyday guy, which, you know, that doesn't really... In the ring, you know, he he's done some pretty exciting stuff, you know, I feel like. And uh, on the mic, he's done some uh, good stuff as well. Um, Orange Cassidy, you know, could have probably been a close second. And then uh, John Silver of the Dark Order. Um, was he the guy that he got, they had like an eight-man tag or something, and then he got knocked out like in the middle of the ring? I want to say, yeah, whatever they was doing. I believe it is. I'm going to look uh, that. The Good Brothers and... Uh... Young Bucks, is that the one that you're talking about? Yes, yeah, and then he, uh, yep, it was John Silver. He's the one that <laughs> he got knocked out, and then he was just kind of laying there, lifeless in the middle of the ring, and everybody was kind of like stepping around him. Yeah, so you know, poor, uh, poor, poor John Silver out there just getting getting <laughs> murdered for you know, poor John Silver. But yeah, so I mean, you know, Darby Allen, he, um. You know, um, I, I was saying that I wasn't completely sold on Darby Allen when AW first debuted, but when I see him more and more, it's kind of, you know, it's coming together for me. You know, I'm not, I still say, uh, save that coffin drop for uh, some of the uh, the big moments, uh, the big matches and stuff, but because I feel like, man, he's a talented guy. We don't need him out there breaking his neck or, you know, Pulling a John Silver and, and, and killing himself for uh, all the these rabid AEW fans, you know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So, um, no, but uh, oh, good. I know. I was just saying that. I would probably, you know, Eddie King is like the closest second on there. 
for for me at least. Mm-hmm. I like I like I'm I'm beginning to get kind of fond of Eddie Kingston as of last couple of weeks. I don't mean at first I wasn't you know sold on him, but he's he's slowly growing on me. Yeah, you know, he, um, you know, and, and, and this, for those of you listening, I definitely recommend checking out his stuff in uh, Ring of Honor and some of the stuff on the Independence. You know, he's, uh, I believe he had a, he had a good match. At, I believe it was Austin Aries. Um, so Eddie Kingston's, you know, not bad, man. Orange Cassidy's not bad either. You know, a lot of people kind of shit on Orange Cassidy. He's got that kind of slacker gimmick, but hey, man, I dig it. I dig it enough that the only AEW shirt I own is an Orange Cassidy shirt. <laughs> so I need, I need put to that, put one that, of those. You need to, you know what? You do. So if it, if anyone's out there, they want to send Dathan some money so he can buy some merch. Or if you want to, you know, send him an early birthday, late Christmas present. Well, you know what to get him. He he wears a, shy, a size uh, small crop top. Crop top. <laughs> Uh, in my wildest dreams, yes. <laughs> Where you? Let me let me ask you something. If 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 you were in the position to pull off a crop top, you think you could? You know, would what? you be a fan of pulling it off? For for the meme, yes, I would definitely do it for the meme. For the clout. For the clout, yes. For the clout, yeah. So hey. <laughs> All right, cool. Well, that might have to be the uh, the first piece of merch. Just we we put up crop tops, and you got for the cloud on the front. I'm gonna sit there and model them on, on the website and everything. Whoa. Okay. All right. Ooh. Hey, we might Ooh. we might sell out in record time. Who knows? <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah. So, um, but uh, speaking of of uh, people that would look good modeling. Um, we have the uh, female breakout star of uh, AEW for their 2020 season. <clears throat> um, we have uh, Hokaro's Cheetah, Anna Jay, um, Tay Conti, uh, Big Swole, and Penelope Ford. Um, it looks like um, the the winner was uh, Hokaro Shida. Um, but, you know, Shida's she, done some, I think, out of those five for me, other than maybe Penelope Ford, um, which, you know, Last week we found out uh, you weren't a fan of, unfortunately. It's uh, I am. Um, <clears throat> you know, uh, her car or she, I think, as far as those five, if you want to look out just as far as matches and work, you got to go with her. You know what I mean? And, um, you know, if we're, if we're just looking at who can make the biggest impact, then it's got to be Sheeta. Wouldn't you agree? Either her or Anna Jay, for sure, I, w- I would say. Anna Jay, yeah. And it's just not a bad third, you know, and um, which I'm not really a fan of Big Swole. I don't really get it. I mean, I guess like she wears the, she's got the aviators on and the like vests, and she has the big biceps. But yeah, I'm, I don't not, know. I'm not sold on Big Swole. It's, I'm, it's not a, not my vibe. <laughs> yeah, and I feel like maybe she's got kind of a, what would you say? She's got kind of a. It seems like that gimmick's kind of stolen a little bit. You know what I mean? I can't. Hold on, I'm about to look her up again, just so I can get a. Oh a no, visual. no, no, that's alright. A visual, uh, but um, yeah. Uh, so she has been doing some good stuff in AEW, um, even if you know she wasn't on 
a lot of the cards if she wasn't features as much. And of course, Hikaru Shida was a star in over there in New Japan, <clears throat> you know, in Japan in general. Um, and I feel like, um, you know, she wasn't on the cards as much, but when she did, she kind of made the most impact, you know what I mean? Uh, so, okay. Okay, she, you know, she, and she's been with them since they started, so she could she could be the one to kind of carry the flag. Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. Oh, no, I didn't say nothing, buddy. Oh, okay, okay, sorry. But, um, but yeah, um, and, uh, you know, and, of course, um, we got Penelope Ford, you know, who's uh, doing some big things as well. And then, um, you know, you have Anna Jay of the uh, Dark Order. Um, and then, uh, you know, and then, of course, she was on Being the Elite, which, are you a fan of that show, Being the Elite? Honestly, I don't think I've, I've seen an episode of it, uh, of that show. Oh. Well, all right. <laughs> that answers that question. Uh, that so you can stop asking me about it. <laughs> <laughs> you really, yeah, you really just no-sold that. I was like, I really softballed it. I was like, yeah, being the elite is great, right? You're like, hey, man, never seen it. Don't even know what that means. Just out on GOA. No, but, uh, uh, you know, I it's okay. I, I feel like the Young Bucks, to me, they're good at wrestling. Uh, well, I take that back. Uh, they're good at high spots. Um, but if you're uh baby, leave the comedy to somebody else. Maybe don't do comedy at all. There, there there's an idea. Yeah, uh, was it like that that Edge and Christian like little show that they did with, on the network? Yeah, there's like, like skits and yeah, there's skits and then and, and you know, and they, they do some stuff and they try to act wacky and outrageous and it's kinda uh yeah. yeah <laughs> Let's just leave it to somebody else. Yeah, hard pass. It's like uh, what's that? Uh, you remember that MTV show Next? Kind of oh pass. my God! Yes, that That yeah, that that was a can of worms. <laughs> yeah, that that was that was a can of worms in itself. Uh, but um, you know, uh, <clears throat> it, you know, some people might be inclined to give the. Uh, uh, the young bucks that beat down, and uh, if they were, uh, maybe the inner circle could do it since they had um, when they jumped on Cassidy. Uh, that was the biggest beatdown of 2020, uh, according to AEW. Uh, the other nominees, of course, were um, when Dark Order attacked the Nightmare Family. Uh, Nyla Rose uh, puts Rhino and Harkoshida through tables. Uh, Brian Cage or the FTW uh, pack. They attacked uh, John Moxley, and then of course the Nightmare Family in the Inner Circle brawl, which it feels like, uh, you know, if, if you look down this list, it looks like the uh, the Nightmare Family and the uh, Inner Circle are just kind of having some issues with everybody, um, you know, and it feels like um, because you know I I know that a few weeks few weeks ago we talked about our factions, so you know you got the inner circle you got the nightmare family you got the uh, dark order you have the ftw crew it it seems like a lot of factions for such a small company does it not yeah yeah no it definitely definitely does it's like slow down on the tag teams yeah it's kind of like you only got one belt and you don't picture the and and the, you're gonna keep the young buck, the title on the young bucks for a while, anyways. But then you're yeah. also gonna bring over the Good Brothers, which are the Impact Tag Team Champions. But then they're they're friends, so it's like, or yeah, it doesn't I don't know. I mean, it'd be different it's if they just, had like different shows. 
and like you know like sure. a different yeah different belt for each you know show mm-hmm. but with it, yeah. with it only being one show it's kind of pointless Sure, you know, and, and, and you know, and, and I know that we had talked about last week, but the inner circle, you know, was uh, feuding within themselves to see who would challenge the Young Bucks for, or in the future, who would be the tag team to represent the inner circle for that, uh, uh, that you know, tag team, um, that shot at the tag team titles, which, you know, of course, uh, MJF and uh, um, Chris Jericho had won, um, I believe. Um, so, you know, you have... Um, and 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 it looks like that uh, you know you there could be potentials for that match you know the um, uh, the inner circle um, and uh, um, the oh man uh, the club sorry or the um, bullet club the bullet club yeah 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 sorry it's on the end of my club or end of my club is on the end of my tongue was the bullet club so the OBC is gonna enter is gonna try to kick things off with the IC so. Loser, wi- loser wins the C, I guess. <laughs> That's a bad joke. Sorry about that. But uh, yeah, I mean, uh, you got anything else you want? You want to say about some of these nominees or just the inner circle or what? Well, they obviously for biggest beatdown missed this week where Team Taz beat up the merch guys outside of the uh, arena. Yeah, the poor old yeah the, the poor old merch guys. I don't know, slamming them into trailers and everything. It was. Terrible tables and trailers. How tough are you if you're Brian Cage and you got beat up a bunch of merch guys? I'm. So, what was that, bud? You cut out. I said, how tough do you have to be if you're Brian Cage and you go out there and beat up a bunch of merch guys? <laughs> with, with like three other guys and Taz just sitting there agging it all along. Yeah, I mean, like like Taz is that. Uh, he's. I feel like Taz is that uh, that dad. In the uh, in like a um uh your kid's softball game who gets in fights with the other dads, he's one of those guys. <laughs> yeah, for sure. My he's got the uh, <laughs> that wasn't a strike. Your kid's trying to hit him with the ball, and he's he he's got your the team on his blue uh fitted hat that he wears frontwards, and then uh, he gets in arguments with the other dads. He's like Randy from uh, motherfucking uh, South Park. Goes out there and just starts brawling with all the uh, the dads. Oh, dude, all, that, that's that's all Taz to a T. <laughs> I feel like Taz is one of those guys that he's the dad that's gonna wear the uh, he's gonna wear the, um, the he's gonna show up with the sweats and he's got the uh, his sweats tucked into his socks, the high rise socks. He's got that fitted on. He's gonna bring his own towel for some reason. Oh no, he's like and. and has never coached baseball in his entire lifetime, but he's gonna like give you some tips, and he's gonna ask that you call him coach, even though he's not really a coach. He brings his own whistle. <laughs> that was a foul. Yeah, this blows the whistle. Yeah, there you go. He he's the dad that like he gets kicked out. He you kick him out of the the the, the baseball game, and he's gonna like say this place sucks anyways. Like he's one of those guys. The hot dogs suck. You know, the possession stand guy. He's he does more no, uh, than the actual coach. <laughs> out there. He's got a clipboard. You can check off your name if you, if you don't want to. We've gone way down that rabbit hole. But, um, you know, uh, some would say we're going down that rabbit hole underground.
high, high in the sky. And that brings us to our next uh, award, which is for the High Flyer, which um, of 2020, which is uh, always interesting. Um, you know, our uh, our homie uh, Ray Felix, uh, you know, was able to snag that title. The other nominees, of course, being uh, the always fabulous Mark Quinn, uh, Nick Jackson, and Pat or Pac, if you will. Um, I know, you know, before we get to Ray Phoenix, um, I don't know about the name Hawk as a wrestler. I mean, I guess, like, he, he's had it for a while, obviously, but what, what's your thoughts on Pac, Pac, the, the name? Yeah, no, it's definitely a lame name that they definitely could have figured out something better to do. I mean, well, obviously, yeah, he, and, can't use, he can't use Neville or Adrian Neville or whatever it was in WWE because it was obviously, you know, owned by WWE, but Something more memorable than Pack. Yeah, he's not even um <clears throat> excuse me, I was taking a drink of water. He's not even like one pock or three pock. He's not even two pock. He's just pock. <laughs> just pack. Oh, not even Pac Man. Or not even, you know, Pac King or he's just just pock. There's Pac over there. Just oh no. Oh. Pac. Plain old pot. Yeah, he, um, you know, he, uh, out there looking like an evil troll, just with his long hair figures. He's going to, you know, stare down. You know, completely jacked, I'll say that. Hopefully he never hears this. But, uh, uh, beautiful, beautiful worker. Just, uh, kind of a goofy name. But, um, you know, and I guess Nick Jackson is on here because, I mean, I guess why not? But, you know, um, in my opinion, you know, I kind of disagree with that Ray Phoenix. You know, I think uh, as everyone's aware, you know, I'm a big Mark Quinn fan over here. I feel like he and the uh, Isaiah Cassidy are doing some good things with the private party. Maybe, uh, and that's why Matt Hardy wants to hang out with him, I feel like. But, um, Ben, you know, for me, I I think Mark Quinn is one of those guys that is going to be able to do big things for um, AEW in the future. You know what I mean? I I feel like. He's one of those guys that's going to be able to uh, make some waves and maybe, uh, you know, may, maybe be a, a future star for them. Uh, but, you know, there, there's nothing bad with uh, Ray Phoenix. You know, he's a he's good enough, good enough guy, I feel like. You know, he probably he wears his mask and uh, wears his mask. Oh, under his mask, wears his uh, face mask uh, to prevent the COVID and then um, uses his uh, left turn signal. You know, what do you think? You you think he, he signals before he turns, or you think he's just one of those those guys that's just going to turn anyways? Nah, he's probably just the how much turn anyways type of cat. Wow, <laughs> okay. The slander, but, slander in the man's name. But. Yeah. <laughs> no, I think, I think they did a good choice of picking Ray Phoenix over Mark Quinn and Nick Jackson and Pat. Mm-hmm. I feel like we just haven't seen enough of Pac. Like, you know, when AEW first started out, he was, you know, pretty relevant. But, you know, as of late, you know, he hasn't been around as much. And Nick Jackson mm-hmm. is just, you know, I feel like they probably just picked him because he's part of the Young Bucks and they got to at least be nominated for something. And yeah, right. It's it's one of those just like okay we gotta have him in here even if we don't pick him but his name has to be on here. 
Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, you know, and um, yeah, Nick Jackson, and he's been working on kind of a light schedule, you know, and you had mentioned uh, uh, to tack on to such a wonderful point made by you there, uh, Mr. Co-host. Uh, you know, Pac hasn't, really hasn't been around, troll or no troll. Um, he hasn't been around, and Ray Phoenix has kind of been working on the most consistent schedule, you know, so I feel like if it's not Ray Phoenix, it's got to be Mark Twin, but, you know, what are you going to do there? Um, but, uh, you know, um, kind of moving forward is um, um, it's the hardest to clean up after, or uh, what is it? I had it pulled up. Um, hardest moment to clean up after. So, you know, we had the uh, we had Orange Cassidy drops the uh, the Fantana or the Fanta uh, orange juice on uh, the Inner Circle, the parking lot brawl, the bunkhouse match, and Big Swell dumps garbage on Britt Baker. Uh, I mean, I guess we're going to do this. I feel like this is like the um, well, you're around for Double Dare. Do you remember Double Dare, my, my young co-host? I do not know. Uh, okay, so Double Dare was, um, you know, uh, a game show back on uh, Nickelodeon. In the, back in the day, you know, some of the real ones will know, remember. And uh, the thing was, uh, if you got the answer wrong, you, you'd get slimed. So I feel like AEW took that concept and tried to apply it here because, you know, you have Orange dropping the orange juice on uh, the inner circle. And then you have, like, two legitimate, like, brawls. And then you have Big Swole dumping the garbage on Britt Baker, uh, which I guess we're doing that. But, like, in my mind, you know, I feel like AEW went with the right choice, uh, which was the uh, parking lot brawl. Um, you know, of course, um, you know, uh, of course, you know, that's uh, featuring the old inner circle, which Santana Ortiz, you know, they had some, um, um, you know, they had some, uh, some, uh, what was it? Uh, some funny moments over there, you know, in that, in that bra. And then, you know, and they're, uh, they're, uh, asking, uh, what was it? Oh, man. I almost completely lost my train of thought. Well, when I'm going to say, then we'll get back to it. Man, I, you know what? Doesn't even matter. Completely forgot. <laughs> what you got over there, though? Parking lot brawl. You, you think they made the right choice? And, you know, you can sweep up glass from a parking lot, bro, sure. But you're not getting the orange juice out of a white shirt. Uh, <laughs> uh, no, but in seriousness, you know, the, the parking lot brawl match was great. You know, my uh, friend on Facebook, his name is Chris, he said it reminded mm-hmm. him of the... the uh, John Cena and Eddie Guerrero fight uh, parking lot mm, on the low riders. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I was like, man, he totally hit the mark on that. So, yeah, no, I, I got to agree with AEW. Oh, the yeah, for one. sure. Oh, no. Yeah. Santana Ortiz, you know, they um, went out there with the, the best friends. I just, I forgot their name and then I forgot what I was going to say. But yeah, you know, um, putting them uh, on the uh, windshield of uh, that nice looking. Uh, what was it that, that that kind of silver car they had out there? Um, um, they had a uh, um, uh, man. I forgot that guy's name, but they uh, they put him through the windshield. Um, yeah. Anyways, moving on. <laughs> it was uh, <laughs> it was a good moment. Yeah, kind of that one. But uh, um, yeah, I mean, it was it was what it was. 
uh, uh, the biggest, uh, which they had the biggest what the fuck moment or WTF, um, which I guess is their biggest one. I don't know. Um, and then, uh, of course, that was uh, AEW has um, Kenny Omega winning the uh, AEW World Championship and then walking out of AEW. Um, and I feel like this uh, question is very vague because the other moments were uh, Cody Rhodes' Cody Rhodes when he hit that uh, moonsaults uh, from the steel cage, uh, Sammy Guevara hit by a golf cart, uh, Bloody Britt Baker versus Hakaru Shida. <laughs> And the Young Bucks splashed off the stadium uh, railing. Um, I gotta say, like, I feel like you know Kenny Omega winning that title, winning the AEW World Title, definitely was definitely was a big moment. Um, but I feel like that Cody Rhodes moonsault was uh, that was a thing of beauty for me. Yeah, no, that's what I was thinking. So um, you know, get Sam. I guess that's okay. Sure, I you know. We watched, you know, we you're, you're old enough to remember when Stone Cold got ran over by Rikishi in that car. Yeah. So I, I did it for the rock. I did it for the people. There you go. So once you see that, once you see a man getting run over on live TV, man, come on. What what did we do? Hey, have you a golf cart? Now, I'm sure if you got hit by a golf cart, it probably wouldn't be fun. But I would rather get hit by a golf cart than a car, I feel like. Wouldn't you? Yeah, and the way they sold it, like, it, it was just stupid. Like, I mean, obviously, yeah, if you truly got hit by a golf cart, I'm sure it would hurt. But they made it look like he got hit by a Hummer or something. You know, it's just like, yeah. yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And some of these other awards, or some of these uh, nominees, uh, Britt Baker, you know, Bloody Britt Britt, Britt, Bloody Britt Baker, say that three times uh, fast. You know, uh, against Hikaru Shida, you know, which was that was a good moment in, its, in itself. And then, of course, the Young Bucks, the frog, frog splash off of the railing. Um, I guess that's okay. I'm not the biggest Young Bucks fan, so I mean, I guess. Yeah, I feel like it's one of those things where you gotta have. You know what? The Young Buck from uh, Cashville, Tennessee. Is the only young buck that matters. I said it first. You, you you're familiar with Young Buck from G Unit? Not, nah, dude. I cannot say that I am. Truth be told. <laughs> well, okay. Well, uh, all right. Well, Young Buck, uh, if you're listening, you're the you're the only one that matters. So, uh, yeah. But uh, um, what do you think, Kenny Omega? <laughs> <laughs> Another seg Segway killer. There you are. That should um, be my nickname, Dathan the Segway Killer John. Dathan. Uh, and I know that we had talked about this before, but what do people usually call you when they when they don't say Dathan? What do they say? Um, I don't know. My, my high school nickname used to be called, I used to be called Big D. That, that was my high school name. So much that I even got it put on my Letterman jacket from football. And... You know, mm -hmm. I mean, since then I've I've kind of let go of that name, and mm -hmm. I kind of I I have you know. But if someone you know comes up and says, "Hey, Big D," uh, I know I know them from high school because that's the last time I ever used that name. Use that moniker, definitely. Well, you know, and um, uh, you know, and and uh, Kenny Omega was the you know was 
was the uh, the equivalent of Big D, the Big O, if you will. You know, showing up on uh, Impact Wrestling with that uh, the following, you know, the, I think it was they film on Tuesdays, so showing up that Tuesday with that uh, that you know world title and uh, you know kind of creating kind of really ushering in that um, relationship between Impact Wrestling and uh, AEW. So some exciting stuff. And of course, you know, um, uh, you know, I know I'd mentioned it, but I, I feel like a close probably for me, it's going to be Cody Rhodes, Moonsault, um, Kenny Omega winning that championship. And then, um, you know, uh, Britt Baker probably, you know, all, you know, got that kind of uh, that grin going on. Uh, that's probably going to be number third um, in the books. Uh, you know, and um, some people, some people, Mr. Uh, Dathan, are probably going to listen to that list and they want to laugh out loud. And if they do, they're going to have to, you know, get up with the Young Bucks kicking MJF into a pool because that's what won the LOL or the Laugh Out Loud Award of 2020. The other, uh, the other nominees, of course, being Jericho and MJF, uh, kind of doing their, uh, their singing and song and dance number. Um, you know, Briggs, Britt Baker waxing Tony Savani, which I feel like that would, uh, that should be on a whole nother website. You know what I mean? And then, uh, the Young Bucks kicking MJF into the pool and, uh, the Inner Circle Vegas trip, which, uh, I guess, like, you know, if you want to see the inner circles hijinks, then watch that. But, ah, uh, man, honestly, I could kind of give a crap about this award, but I, I guess if we're going to do something, then throwing MJF into a pool is, you know, is, 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 is where we got to go, I guess. Did you, yeah, at any of these moments, did you, at any of these moments, did you feel like yourself laughing out loud? No. I mean, the the Britt Baker waxing Tony Schiavone, that was like the only one. The rest of it were just kind of like, eh. Just, yeah, I felt like it was like filler stuff, if you know what I mean. Yeah, and I feel like, yeah, and I feel like, uh, um, and JF, uh, you know, uh, their, their, their song and dance, it was, uh, eh, eh. You know, uh, but kind of, you know, hearing that, some of the spuds out there, they might want to, uh, you know, uh, not listen to us, maybe. Maybe not follow us on, on Twitter. And if we had a Twitter, they might not want to follow us, which we don't. But, uh, you know, a person that they should follow instead on Twitter is Nyla Rose, because she won the Twitter follow award or the best Twitter follow award. Uh uh, yeah. What is she the the beast or the the beast over there and um uh, of uh, that women's division in AEW? You know she she got the most follows or the biggest followers. I I don't know how they determined that. And the other uh, nominees, of course, were Doctor Baker, Orange, MJF. So uh, you know it. You know I I, I guess if you're going to give it to anybody, maybe Dollaros. You know, she's the only, um, uh, you know, she's a very dominant force over in that women's division. I feel like, you know, um, you know, and of course, being a trans, uh, a trans athlete as well, maybe that has something to do with it. But uh, yeah, so. Nala Rose uh -oh, out uh -oh, there. He went there. Oh. What? Oh, no. 
No, no, I don't know. No, no, you know what? Everyone should be able to live their truth. And if Nala Rose wants to be who she is, congrats on her. And maybe people are inspired and they want to follow her on Twitter. You know, so I don't know. And she's Native American, like yourself and myself. So maybe that's something else too. Maybe maybe she's got the uh the uh all all the skins, all the Indians out there following her. Maybe maybe not. I don't know. Do you feel like in the Indian What's that? Oh, um, um, sorry, I lost you there. Do you feel like in the Indian community, not or people? Do you think that uh, most people just don't don't really watch wrestling enough? Um, I'm gonna have you repeat that, Bob. You you cut out. You said. Do so I feel like people in the, oh, in the okay. community, and then you cut out? Do you feel like Nyla Rose is big in uh, the Native American community that you're plugged into? Do you feel like she's a, she's a household name, or do you feel like most people just don't watch wrestling enough? Yeah, no, it's definitely that. You know, they don't watch it. I mean, and even if they do watch wrestling, they still might not be on the whole AEW train. And so... You know, I feel like, you mm-hmm. know, Nyla's definitely brand new as far as, you know, getting into, you know, the big wrestling is concerned. She's mm-hmm. she's, she's still pretty new, so it's going to take a little bit to even um, establish herself. Yeah, for sure. So, you know, um, hey, nothing wrong with that. But, uh, you know, um, some people, some people out there, Mr. Dathan. Who uh, would maybe maybe they would they want to switch this podcast off and switch over and uh, jump onto Bleacher Report and because Bleacher Report has the pay per view moment of the year and their moment of the year is the Stadium Stampede, you know of course uh, the Stadium Stampede, uh, you know out there with just a whole host of hijinks. But uh, yeah, you know you had you had a you had um um. Oh man, uh, you had the Young Bucks. Uh, you had Samba Guevara. Yeah, Kenny or Kenny Omega. Sorry, Kenny Omega, Young Bucks. You know, and you had uh, Matt Hardy. Yeah, you know, there with you at the uh, um, you know what? Yeah, the oh, I see the inner circle, the Stadium Stampede match. Which, um, okay, I I wasn't a big fan of that Stadium Stampede match. I mean, I guess like it was. Sure, but you know uh, some of the other uh, moments of that uh, Bleacher Report um, pay-per-view moment was uh, Moxley winning the AEW Championship, uh, Hikaru Shida winning the AEW Women's Championship, Omega and Page uh, beating the young, the young Bucks, and of course Darby Allen winning that TNT title from Cody, um, and then the Young Bucks uh, win the AEW Tag Team title. Um, so. You know, looks like, uh, what was it, four championship wins, and then, um, of course, that stadium stampede match, and then uh, Omega and Page be the Young Bucks. Um, you feel like they made the right choice here with the stadium stampede match? No, they definitely 
missed out. I mean, you know, out of all these, I feel like, you know, either Darby Allen winning the TNT title from Cody should have been that, or um, maybe Moxley winning the AEW title. But, I mean, the, the stadium stampede match was kind of lame. Not even, not even gonna lie on that. It was kind of lame. Wow, spit hot fire. Oh, you know what? I agree though. It was, it was kind of whack. You know, and uh, and and of course, uh, who can forget uh, Hangman Page riding a horse across the uh, the field? I think that was the only moment for me in that match that was kind of cool. The rest of it was kind of eh. But uh, you know we got uh, we got Shaq out there after he uh, isu- he issued a challenge to Cody Rhodes. We knew that he would. We knew Shaq was going to be on AEW out there challenging my man Cody Rhodes, um, and it's going to be Cody Rhodes and um, uh, Cody Rhodes and uh, uh, Red Velvet against uh, Shaq and uh, Jade Cargill in the future. So to be determined. Uh, what do you think about that? Cody Rhodes, Red Velvet, um, and then uh, Shaq and uh, Jade Cargill. I'm ready to see Shaq choke slam the hell out of Cody Rhodes. <laughs> <laughs> I feel yeah, like you honestly, know. it's not going to be. I don't think Shaq's going to be doing a lot of wrestling. You know, it'll probably be a couple um, slams for from Shaq to Cody. But you know, I, I don't. I, I don't. I just don't see Shaq being a wrestler. You know what I mean? Yeah, he, um, uh, sorry about that. Take another drink of water. Yeah, he, um, he had some moments in, um, WWE when he would challenge, like, the big show, and they had, a, I guess, a, a face-off, and, yeah, I mean, I feel like Shaq's probably not gonna be, he's not gonna be able to do too much. I feel like a couple of, maybe a choke slam, a power slam, maybe a big boot, but, yeah, I mean, I, I which is, you know, probably more than Kevin Nash has got. Ayo, but, uh, uh, I feel like maybe like he's probably going to splash him in the corner, maybe. But yeah, I mean, I, I, it sounds like Jade is going to um, carry most of that match. So, you know, I, I kind of, I kind of see Cody losing. He's probably going to have to take like a power slam and job out to Shaq, which I, yeah, but uh, you know. Uh, kind of uh, hitting the old transition button, um, you know, uh, we would be remiss if we didn't talk about the Royal Rumble, which um, whenever whenever you're listening to this, maybe Sunday morning, I believe, or maybe even late Saturday night. Um, but uh, Sunday, J- January 31st, we have uh, for you Royal Rumble 20, 2021 um, going down in um, the Tropicana field. In uh, what what is it uh, over there in uh, Florida, uh, Saint Petersburg, Florida. Um, <clears throat> now, what are your uh, what what are your predictions for this uh, this Royal Rumble match? You know, of course with um, <clears throat> excuse me, of course with uh, um, COVID, you know, going on, maybe it's not going to be, maybe it's not going to feel like past Royal Rumbles. But um, we do have a good card. You know, we got, of course, we got the uh, men's 30, uh, 30 man uh, Rumble. Um, and they have a, a choice to challenge for a world title. 
um, at WrestleMania 37. We have the Women's War Rumble. Uh, we have Roman Reigns going on against uh, go, going against KO Kevin Owens. Drew McIntyre against Goldberg. Oscar uh, and Charlotte Flair defend their titles against Nia Jax and Shanna Baszler, and of course Sasha Banks against uh, Carmella. Um, who do you see is going to win the men's Royal Rumble match? Dude, I don't know. Like honestly, because I mean, I don't know if WWE is going to pull what they did with you know Money in the Bank. You know having. Otis, you know, win the money in the bank. They mm-hmm. may have someone, you know, of that caliber win the Royal Rumble. You know, and I, and I wouldn't put it past WWE to do that. You know, they're mm-hmm. pretty. They they've been on that sort of roll as of late, but you know, it's it's yeah. one of those like you can't really pick out of the thirty. It really generally comes down to like the last seven, and then you're kind mm-hmm. of like okay. Who, who who do you think out of the seven is has the best chance of, of winning this? That's essentially sure. whenever I watch the Royal Rumbles, that's just what I do. Yeah, it's kind of yeah, and you know, in WWE kind of usually they they do a good job about keeping it suspenseful and keep and surprising you. Um, you know, and, and and some of the guys winning that um some of the, the twenty one of the thirty have been announced as of this recording. Um, and uh, I'm just going to go down the list. And um, so, of course, this is uh, the first 21 that have been announced. But we have Daniel Bryant, uh, Bobby Lashley, AJ Styles, Randy Orton, Otis, you know, who won last year, uh, The Miz, uh, Jay Uso, Cesaro, Jeff Hardy, Sami Zayn, Dolph Ziggler, Shinsuke Nakamura, Big E, John Morrison, Sheamus, Mustafa Ali, uh, Edge, King Corbin, Rey Mysterio. Dominique Mysterio, and of course the uh, Braun Strowman. So, uh, yeah, you know, I, I I think with without the whole full thirty out there, it's hard to say. But I mean, I feel like you know, in 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 my mind, I think that either if you're not gonna if you're not gonna go with kind of a younger star, like maybe like a Mustafa Ali, or even someone like a like a Jay. Of course, Jay Uso has been in it a while, but um, if you're not going to go with like a Mustafa Ali or Jay Uso, I can see the WWE probably going with you know without seeing all the names and just going off the names here. I feel like they're probably going to go with like a Braun Strowman or like a maybe like an AJ Styles or something. Probably keep it safe. I mean, I guess, I, I guess it really depends on if they can because I feel like. You know, because we've seen Otis win that, um, win the uh, the um, Money in the Bank match, rather, not the uh, Royal Rumble. So, of course, Otis has the uh, the uh, Money in the Bank match, and he loses his Money in the Bank opportunity to Miz. And then, Miz, of course, Miz kind of fumbles that. So, I can see WWE doing something like that. You know, even if you got Mustafa Ali or Big E or somebody, somebody that deserves a solid singles run, WWE's probably going to flub it. So, why not just give it to who they really want, and then you know, not even try to raise our expectations? You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah for sure. Yeah, it's one of those, uh, but one uh, of those, like it definitely comes down to like the last, you know, seven or five before you can even begin to calculate. All right, who are they gonna? Exactly, they gonna for sure. And and um, you know, in the uh, the women's Royal Rumble, uh, we have thirteen of the thirty. Um, as is as of this recording announced, 
we have Nia Jax, uh, Charlotte Flair, um, who are competing in that, that tag match earlier. So that'll be interesting. Uh, Bianca Blair, uh, Bailey, Mandy Rose, Dana Brooke, Peyton Royce, uh, Alexa Bliss, Shayna Baszler, Liv Morgan, Ruby Riot, Tamina, and uh, Natalia. Um, which, you know, one of those things, like you said, it's hard to see until you get to the final five. Um, just kind of based on, you know, without seeing the full list and based on just those 13. Um, I feel I feel like the WWE would probably, it's going to give it to maybe, I'm going to say either Mandy Rose or Dana Brooke. I feel like maybe maybe they're gonna they're gonna make or maybe even Liv Morgan. I feel like they're gonna they're they're gonna try to make uh, breathe some new life into that women's uh, title division. You know, wouldn't you agree? Yeah, you know that they definitely need to put the title on on at least Mandy. You know, you know I'm mm-hmm. a big Mandy fan. You know, I'm not even gonna not I'm not gonna front. I'm a big mm-hmm. Mandy fan. Mm-hmm. So I'm, okay. I, I wouldn't complain. I wouldn't complain if they put that on her. Definitely, you know, somebody new though. You know, we've had Oscar and Charlotte mm-hmm. and and uh, Bailey and Sasha. You know, it's we've been kind of through this revolving door of you know these four, you know, going in and out as champions. So definitely, somebody mm-hmm. new needs to happen, and I imagine that will happen at Mania. For sure, you know, and 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 you have a wealth of. Um... Uh, solid uh, young talent, but a lot of solid female talent, you know. And I feel like Bianca Blair, Mandy Rose, Dana Brooke, Peyton, uh, Peyton Royce, um, and even like Liv Morgan, maybe Ruby Riot. Um, but I mean, I feel like any of those women winning that uh, Royal Rumble that could kind of you know create something new, especially with. I feel like out of those um, women, you you could have some good good stars out there you know what i mean you could you could have some credible uh credible talent credible stars in the future you know so um yeah uh but um and of course with uh roman reigns the two title matches roman reigns and um kevin owens and drew mcintyre gets goldberg i feel like the champions are going to keep both their belts you know of course we can talk about them individually but um uh roman reigns and uh kevin owens on that last man standing match and then drew mcintyre um, I really hope they don't make him job to fucking Goldberg. That's just, I mean, why, why the fuck is Goldberg even getting a title shot at this year? Who the hell knows, but come on, like just, just let Drew McIntyre, you know, take a spear. Maybe he gets up, hits him with a big boot. We'll get in and out under five minutes. Cause it's just kind of a waste of, waste of everybody's time. I feel like, wouldn't you agree? Yeah, no, I don't. When I seen Oldberg's music hit, I was so, so pissed, dude. I was like, no, it's the equivalent of them bringing back Brock Lesnar. It's like, dude, mm-hmm. why? It's oh, clear yeah. that not, none of us, none of us want to see that. You know, mm-hmm. and it's one of those, like, Drew has been champion for, um, well, no, not a full year, because he did lose to Randy Orton. Yeah, shortly. Um, but for the most part, he's had the title for all the entire year since WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. So I feel like you know, even if they do make him lose to Goldberg, they will probably mm-hmm. just give him the belt back on at, at Mania if that's the route. But damn, I really don't want to see that because it's like we don't need 
another Goldberg title run. Oh, for sure. You know, and I feel like keep the belts on Drew McIntyre. Again, you know, Roman Reigns is going out there for Kevin Owens because it seems like he's got nothing better to do. Um, yeah, keep the belt on Roman Reigns and Drew McIntyre. Um, and, and, you know, and then we got Asuka and Charlotte Flair, the, the women's tag team champions, going out there against Nia, uh, Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler. Um, you know, of course, Charlotte Flair, Nia Jax, and Shayna Baszler are all in that women's um, Royal Rumble match. So, I mean, I feel like maybe they might do something with one of those women. Um, you know, at this point, I feel like, I know we had said it before, but I feel like if you're going to put the women's title on somebody, I feel like why not Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler? They, mail, they make a, a good solid team, I feel like. And uh, they also, you know, some... Some tough broads out there. Well, all, all, all those women who wrestle in that women's division are tough. But I feel like Shannon Baszler, Nia Jax are the, uh, the team we we don't deserve, but the team we need. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. No, they're definitely like a powerhouse team. That sure. Would, you know, dominate for sure. Yeah. You know, and, um, and, and, and of course, we have the, uh, for the women, the SmackDown women's title. Um, we have uh, Sasha Banks and uh, Carmella, you know, and I think um, if you're not going to keep that belt on um, uh, Sasha Banks, you know, Carmella could do it, you know, but I mean, I feel like either way, uh, I feel like the fans kind of, you know, luck out in that, wouldn't you say? Yeah, you know, if they decide to give the belt to Carmella, which, you know, I think she could use a, another run to... Um, you know, just to, to shake things up a little bit, you know, go mm-hmm. ahead and give the belt back to um, Sasha at Mania, just because, you know, that, that's a WWE thing to do is to take the belt away two pay-per-views before and then give it back at Mania. But it it would be a breath of fresh air. For yeah, her, for sure. For the you know. title. Oh, yeah, for sure. You know, and I feel like, you know, um, Asuka is, of course, uh, the women's uh, or the Raw women's champion. Um, yeah, you know, I feel like, um, yeah, why not shake things up? You know, you could probably get a good series out of Sasha Banks and uh, Carmella. Um, <clears throat> you know, and I feel like, why not? Just kind of, you know. Help the, help the ladies out there, you know, just kind of inject some, uh, some new blood into that. And, of course, you know, you had, you know, like we had mentioned, Manny Rose, uh, Dana Brooke, and some of those other women, you know, could kind of shake things up. And in, in that, uh, in both divisions, and that's SmackDown or that Raw Women's Champion, because of course Sasha Banks and Oscar are the two placeholders who have been there for a long time. But I feel like you know, bringing uh, bringing in, bring in some uh, young talent in there would be uh, very interesting as well. So, but yeah, um, but that kind of uh, uh, so that all goes down uh, this Sunday um, on the uh, WWE um, Network, and of course you can check that out. And you can also check out young matches or old matches out there. So uh, some good stuff. I feel like this is the the best card, the, one of the better cards in a while. So I'm I'm definitely gonna I'll be traveling that day, uh, but you know I think uh, once I get where I'm going, um, I might be able to uh, watch a little bit of it and uh, you know hopefully catch the uh, at least the two the win men's and women's rumble match if anything. So you know and. Uh, uh, one good news, or some good news, is that we'll be here next week to uh, hopefully break all that down for you. So stay tuned for that, most definitely. 
for sure, for sure, dude. For sure, for sure. Well, hey, man, you know, we, you know, looks like we talked uh, UFC uh, 257. We talked some AEW, and we even talked in, we even got some Royal Rumble in there for you guys. So kind of a little jam-packed episode. Um, but yeah, man, uh, you got anything else you, you want to say before we get out of here? No, oh, dude, you know, I think that covers it. You know, just definitely be sure to check out the Royal Rumble. That'll be a good pay-per-view. And mm-hmm. like Jesse said, it's a, definitely a better card that they've had in a in a long time so definitely don't want to miss out on that for sure it's one of the better cards that wwe's had in a while and i mean you know who knows there's still potential that they might screw things up but they might do the right thing and they might not <laughs> so <laughs> uh, it's kind of yeah so uh you right know we'll way, we'll see but we'll in the wwe way <laughs> <laughs> yeah of course so uh we'll be here next week to uh Break all that down for you guys. But, uh, and hey, you know, um, I'll go ahead and announce this now that there may be a special guest on next week's episode. I haven't even told Nathan this. So there might be a special guest joining us next week. Uh-oh. We can get it figured out. Uh oh. Oh no. Special you didn't guest know? Referee. Yeah. So who knows? We'll, we'll see. But uh, stick around with us, guys. Um, <clears throat> you know, in the future, as always. We will be here hopefully every week. Uh, once we get the schedule coordinated, we will be here consistently in your life. But until then, if you want to talk to us, uh, you can hit us up on um, Instagram. I am Jay White there on Instagram. He is D John Mustard on Instagram. You can uh, message us on our Facebook page, and you can even email us, Spudplex Podcast at gmail.com if you want to uh, send us an email the good old-fashioned way. Or you can, of course, message us on Instagram personally or message us on Facebook. Uh, Yeah, so thank you so much for um, listening. And, uh, oh, and uh, I didn't even mention that I have another podcast out there in the world. It is called the Needless Potatoes Podcast, where I interview musicians, writers, plethora of people. Definitely check that out on uh, Spotify as well. But uh, we appreciate your support. And, uh, you know, from me and Dathan John, as always, we will see you guys next time in the time after that. Goodbye. Deuces.